you know. Keep an armed tween nearby. <laughs> Just in case, borrow one from a neighbor if you don't have any kids of your own. Store-bought them well. <laughs> if you don't have your own store-bought, armed tweens are fine. <laughs> So is this. Welcome to the Whip Around. <laughs> a weird news hub, if you will. A weird mm. news aggregate. A weird news funnel. A weird news explosion like in your face. I'm Sean Hayes, poet, <laughs> uh, lover of food and not being hungry. And uh, I do macabre stuff. And improvise <laughs> like a champion. But I'm not here alone. Thankfully, thankfully, we're not all <laughs> stranded with this voice doing bullshit. I'm here with a guy. It's Dr. Phil Laporta. I'm the science one. <laughs> I uh, I don't improvise ever. Everything is planned. Everything. Every little thing. Every little thing he does is contrived. Accent on that first part, he's a cunt. <laughs> Wow, fuck you and what's up with you? <laughs> um wow. The first of all, you know, the 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 last bastion for someone with nothing to talk about is the weather. Mhm. <laughs> so I'm also in this show and it's going you know what, Phil, I'm going to say this. It, I, it you sometimes you get a sense from a show that it's going to be something special. Yeah. And uh this one's got the this one's got the thing. There's something Ooh. there's something to it, and uh, our first blocking rehearsal, and you can just something you feel the crackle in the air. That's nice. The Mister Goodbar energy, the the Hersheyness of it all. Uh, otherwise, it's like wah wah. You know, driving is not great. Driveway slippery. Little kids stress. You know. Yeah. So show's gonna be great. Don't peek behind the curtain because that's where i keep all the bullshit problems got it what's up with ooh? i'm fine yeah number one Woo! Just, just to clear that just in case anybody was wondering i uh i asked you last week by the way i had listened to the show and i was like it's right there what i asked you what's up with you last week i just want to point that out that i was right no i didn't hear it yeah anyway hear, it's not no it's not yeah Anyway, nah. so this is what's up with me. That's fake news. That's fake weird I'm, news. <laughs> I am really don't start shit and then tell me I'm wrong and then be like anyway. Yeah, that's it. Because I'm just point. I'll play it later. Anyway, you this do is that. Have my- a little party. <laughs> this is what's on my mind. I am tired of people saying they don't make them like they used to, or it was always built better in the past. Because let me tell you something about my kitchen. The stove is nowhere near a window. So the minute anything even remotely burns on this stove, you got to put fans in oh, place. There's no yeah. vent over it. It's sure. like, how the fuck did you plan this? Did you just expect nobody to ever burn anything in this stove? Why would you put the stove away from the windows in this kitchen? What the fuck were you people thinking 100 years ago? Hey, I'm done. can I tell you something? It's, yes. It is picturesque for all of its inefficiency. <laughs> Love my house, which it just must, makes me wonder. Which must drive someone like you crazy. Like, yes, it looks nice. It could have been efficient and look nice. They're not mutually exclusive. Right. But it does look it does look nice. 
Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. I do. It's just it made me think like, w- no, they didn't always make it better back in the day. That's that's no. what's up with me. Certainly, I don't believe they made the Hindenburg yesterday. So some <laughs> things were made rather shittily back in the day. Just like all the trains that used to fall off the tracks. Choo choo! The weird is coming through. It's time for train wreck. Headline. What I resent about that. As apparently a train wreck fetishist <laughs> was that they don't the implication that they don't fall off the tracks now, and I, I dislike your sense of hope, sir. I, I'm just picturing you in an engineer's hat in the bedroom now, just so you know. How to get to the bedroom and good. We're a fetish whatever. Anyway, I've got six headlines from the week news, except I for the one I, I made up. That. Spot the fake and win the day. Let's do it. Netflix announces hoarders and great British bake off crossover show. <laughs> 30 Taliban militants killed in explosion during bomb making class. Yay. An army of parasitic wasps has been deployed to battle moths inside a stately British home. Minnesota business now selling self cleaning underwear. Federal <laughs> agents seized $2.8 million in cocaine frosted cornflakes. <clears throat> and finally, wanted man hands himself into Sussex police for, quote, peace and quiet after getting fed up with his roommates in lockdown. Oh, so slow, so slow. Sassus Hoarders and Great British Bake Off crossover show. 30 Taliban militants killed in explosion during bomb-making class. Army of parasitic wasps displayed the battle moths inside a stately British home. Minnesota business now selling self-cleaning underwear. Federal agencies, $2.8 million in cocaine-frosted cornflakes. When wanted man hands himself into Sussex police for, quote, peace and quiet after getting fed up with roommates in lockdown. Okay. How you feeling? Can I hear the first one again? Netflix announces Hoarders and Great British Bake Off crossover show. Woof. And, and can I hear the fourth one again? Minnesota business is now selling self-cleaning underwear. It is one of those. Okay. Uh, I'm inclined, bizarrely, to think, and not, not final yet, but that number four is the fake um, because, you know, I don't want to tell you because it, <laughs> I've been doing badly at this. But if I found a, even a like slightly mid-conscious uh, tell... I don't want to give it away. Sure, I get that. So I just want it known. <laughs> you have a theory. That I, right. Okay. A nascent theory that even if I'm wrong, could still be proven yeah, sure. right. So, okay. All the same way every week, so. But that requires me to think that Netflix would somehow. <laughs> or have you phrased it misleadingly or did some headline out there, some headline writer deliberately, you know. And yet I want to win. (laughs) Oh, Phil, I'm battling my head and my heart here. I know. I can see it from over here. I'm going (laughs) against... I'm so (laughs) stupid. I'm going against my better judgment after saying all that. And if I'm wrong, my theory could be proven out. It's just a little less efficient. I'm going to say the the very first one... uh, Is bullshit. Oh! All right, my theory is my theory is wrong. <laughs> so I'm right and wrong. Fantastic, amazing. Yeah, I, I I was writing this one, and I'm like, what would be two things you would never want to cross over? That was what came to my mind. But we have said, and you have fooled me with such outlandish but real shit. Right. That's why I was on the ropes. Like, ugh. <laughs> and that's the funny. I was like. 
the joke, of course, being that I've called myself Iron Chef Spare Parts before because I cook with a lot of leftovers. And you I have like, a lot of nicknames. Extreme you're, version of this. You're None like of them stick. you're like Apollo Creed with like the nickname thing. You've got this <laughs> this bevy, this litany of, of nicknames. I should be so lucky as to be compared to Carl Weathers. Thank you so much. <laughs> Shouldn't we all? You son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, good times, Phil. Good and times. now let's have some bad times with some dead things in Sean's cabinet of the macabre. That's weird. You know, I got to I actually have to I have to swing around and and snake bite you here Phil because uh check this out. It I'm is so, to be so disappointed. It is so rare when I get to do this. I, I'm honestly excited for the we change in pace this week, and that's not a, a penis thing. Nobody panic. This isn't this isn't science. I'm not talking dicks and taints. <laughs> I have a neat, tidy, uplifting, and rather short death-based story this week. All right, I'll allow it. We're about to meet Kid America. I'm I'm calling it Kid America. You heard of, like the Cincinnati Kid. Uh, this is Kid. America. So we're still talking nicknames. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really, you segued, it was meta segue. No, I had no idea. It all <laughs> went down on Valentine's Day Eve this year, which is a thing that I'm making up. Uh, but February 13th in the town of Goldsboro, North Carolina, Kid America's hometown, which that will soon be written on the little Welcome to Goldsboro sign. Um, I thought you were going to say his grave, but go on. <laughs> no. Well, not yet. Maybe one day. Well, I hope not. <laughs> anyway, really, as, as this is an origin story, it does make sense that this story takes place just after midnight on the 13th. So it's like the birth of a new day, birth of a new era, birth of Kid America. Oh, boy. He's not a baby, though. Don't worry. It'd be great if there was a killer baby in one of these stories. Somebody help me. Our story, however, uh, it, it took place in a small home with apparently multiple generations of folks living in this home. Or, or they were at sure. least present in a non-surprising way to anyone else in the home in those early moments on February 13th. For just before, uh, you know, I don't know, just after, I should say, midnight did this begin unraveling. But cops would get a phone call just before one. So use that however you like. So there's, a, there's an hour to play with. Yeah. So we do know that it was just a little bit after midnight. Two masked intruders, uh -oh. uh, per the uh, article I was I was reading, you know, quote, forced their way inside this residence. Whether that means they just smashed a door, a window, I couldn't couldn't find it. But they forced their way inside this residence, and it belonged ultimately to Linda Ellis. A 73-year-old longtime resident of the area and, by all accounts, you know, a, a mild-mannered grandmother type. Nothing particularly gripping about her story. You know, that would, that, that would suggest this person's going to have the door kicked in by, you know, armed people. Right. She wasn't, you know, granny dealing out of her, her house or anything. Right, right. I mean, yeah. I okay. wish. I wish. But anyway... One of the guys managed, these intruders managed to find her very shortly after breaking in. Whether she had come out to check out the noise, it's difficult to say right now. There's information still coming out. Okay. Um, but we do know that someone found her 
and forcefully demanded money from her on the spot, middle of the night. Now, whether Linda outright refused this gunman, refused to cooperate, or did she maybe, you know, sass him Southern style, uh, you know? That's how I'm doing it in my head right now. Right? Or did she just say something? Did she say something so Flannery O'Connor to upset someone as patient and charming as an armed robber? Whatever it was, suddenly Linda Linda was shot. And oh, the already fraught situation leapt to the edge of catastrophe now. She's not alone in this home at the time. Uh, and, and sometimes in those moments when, you know, sane minds like ours go blank and chaos just shrieks in your face, reason flies out the window. Sometimes in those moments, heroes arise, Phil. Now, Linda wasn't home alone that night, as I have said. One of her sons, Randolph Bunn, B-U-N-N, he was home too. I know. So too was Linda's 12-year-old grandson. And one of those fellas was taking new shits that night. (laughs) And hey, Grand Uncle Rudolph, uh, he would later be pretty clear on where the momentum was taking everyone that night. Uh, speaking of the, the the scant seconds that passed as Linda was dropping, you know, gunshot to the floor, Randolph told reporters the lead robber, quote, just shot his grandma, referring to, you know, our 12-year-old. He would have shot him, too. He would have shot me, too. He would have killed us all. Would have, we all feel sure, if not for Kid America. This unnamed 12-year-old, unnamed for well, obvious the, the protection reasons. protection of minors, right. Right, except I am giving away the fact that his superhero name is Kid Fucking America. Uh, yeah, he comes out of the shadows at some point with a mission to shoot shitheads and chew bubblegum. And all signs indicate Kid America was entirely devoid of bubblegum. Reports say Kid America picked up a gun from where is unclear, (laughs) unclear. So I I have my own theory and I'm, you know, as a sort of, I I flatter myself, but I'm a bit of an expert on these stories now. I'm suspecting that Kurt Russell appeared in full Wyatt (laughs) Earp gear and, and, and handed it over to the kid. In any event, Kid America just fired at these bastards, sending them stumbling back and then blasting out into the night not long after that police showed up and uh, poor linda ellis grandma was rushed to the nearest hospital now nearby in a darkened intersection like a few blocks away authorities would find another goldsboro resident 19 year old khalil herring shot and bleeding in the street Hmm. he too was rushed to the hospital and Linda, I'm happy to say, is is fine now. I was going to ask. All right. She is listed as in stable condition, at Good. least as of a week ago. Sure, sure. And uh, young Mr. Herring, now definitively identified as one of the robbers and very probably the very one who put a bullet in Kid America's grandma... No such luck for him. Well, that's okay, honestly. He and a still unidentified, at least unidentified publicly, accomplice came looking for money. But what they found, man, was red, white, and blue star-spangled justice. 
<laughs> from a barrel of a gun wielded by America's newest underage hero, baby. And uh, icing on the cake, just in case anyone out there is curious, charges against Kid America are being described by law enforcement and more than one legal expert as, quote, unlikely Good. to be filed in the first place. So... There we are, Phil. A little bit of a change-up from my usual stuff. A little Red Hood, you know, Jason Todd-type violent retribution origin story. Uh, but again, I'd like to point out, we do indeed have a corpse. Thankfully, yep. it's a bad guy. Uh, the kid was described as shooting in self-defense, but definitely killed one. He was pronounced dead at the hospital. Just wondering how you feel. What do you think, buddy? I think the only question I have, and I think you you probably have it right with, with the Kurt Russell thing, is, you know, <laughs> just the thought of where the gun came from. You know, it, it, like in my head, you know, what I was picturing wasn't Kurt Russell was just like, you know, I'm thinking, of course, North Carolina. I'm thinking Carolinas. I'm thinking more more liberal with their guns down there is, is one of those <laughs> things where I think I, of. That sentence you know, works, but liberal and South Carolina. Guns don't funny. really go. Yeah, right. I know. Uh and I'm, you know, but again, what a level head on the kid. And he's right. You know, when you see maybe that wasn't the robber's intention. But if you see someone shoot, you know, a member of your family. Yeah. You know, two things better go through your mind. One, they might be coming for me. And two, mm -hmm. this shit might end up on the cabinet. You never know. Like those two things better go through your mind if somebody pulls a gun. You're damn right. You're damn in, in whatever order is more realistic. Um, Depends on the person. Phil gave yeah, you one I, example, but I know citizens the way you would probably structure things. And hey, hats off to you. <laughs> so uh, keep your front doors locked. Yes. Uh, well, you know, keep an armed tween nearby, <laughs> just in case. Borrow one from a neighbor if you don't have any kids of your own. Store bought them well. <laughs> if you don't have your own store bought, armed tweens are fine. <laughs> keep yourself safe. We'll be right back. Word. Hey, citizen. Sean here, and I'm sitting with Phil against my better judgment. And we were just realizing that we should help you get in touch with us should you like to do so. If you have anything you'd like to tell us at all, you can always reach us by email, thewhiparound at gmail.com. We're also very active on Facebook and on Instagram, thanks largely to Phil. If you would be so kind as to share those posts, like those posts, send them to your friends, send them to your enemies, that helps us get into people's ears. Yeah, while we're at it, those reviews and not just stars, but also just comments and let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we love it. Yeah, and then of course, if you love us, you can always bookmark the whiparoundpodcast.com as your homepage and go there for all your whiparoundy needs. I haven't even done that last part. Well, we're going to go do that on Sean's laptop machine, and you <laughs> come on right back to the show. All right. Well, Phil is going to sit in my lap, I guess. It's cozy. Hello, governor. Science! Still matters, damn it. Too right, fucko. Yeah, I figured, you know what, I'll change it up, just go right into it. Yeah, I know you got to take a shit. You didn't want to tell everybody, but it's true. <laughs> Phil is doing this episode whilst pinching one back. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, I am. Is there a COVID of the week this week? Yes, there is. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, hey, it's the COVID of the week. Of the week. Of the week. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. Sorry, dude. <laughs> uh, 
and we're going to Florida. Oh, and, oh. And, oh yeah. And we got a pair of co-villains. I'm doing it this way. Oh, it's a, it's a first, I think. A pair of co-villains. I don't think we've done that. Uh, but they are indeed, by association, uh, I'm going to go with Manatee County, Florida Commissioner Vanessa Baugh, and by proxy, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis as my co-villains this week. Now, vaccine rollout going slowly throughout the country, but proceeding. And when doing this, there are tons of logistical hurdles. Believe me, I get it. I am sympathetic to people who are trying to set it up and having trouble. Sure. But one way they thought to uh, distribute vaccines was by picking some zip codes and starting a drive randomly, generating a list of people that were eligible and reaching out to them instead of a mad scramble for appointments. Guess what counties they picked? Holy shit, the two richest ones in Florida? Oh, and in the last elections, what party did they vote for? Oh, the same one that DeSantis and Bob belong to. Not only that, they generated a VIP list that allowed people to cut the line, and Bob put herself at the front of the list. <laughs> so for being 100% corrupt, for dereliction of duty to your citizens, for putting 3,000 residents ahead of others deserving the vaccine, you can officially go fuck yourselves. You are my co-villains of the week. I hope your loved ones get back and put at the back of the line, contract the big dumb thing, and you have to watch them die. Dude... Uh, That's my first to them this week. And, uh, and by the way, so, yeah, I, get yes. I, I get it. <laughs> I just want to say, waiting for the vaccine is super frustrating. Yeah. My dad is dying waiting for it. Oh, like, bad, really, terrible choice of words. Horrible choice of words. Horrible choice of words. He's, he's really trying to get it. It's frustrating. I get it. But don't get upset when other people get it before you because no matter where in the world you are, not even just in this country, if somebody gets vaccinated in Zambia, that's one less person that transmits the virus, one less person the virus can infect and mutate in. So please be patient because others getting the shot, it's good for you too. I I guess I had blocked this out, Phil. Like I remember hearing something about it, minus the putting herself at the front of the list of this VIP thing. That's new information for me. That, that out and I had to look at the voter records to okay. see if that did jive, and sure enough, it did. Ooh, this motherfucking scientist researcher. He ain't leaving any stones unturned, motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know what else there is to say, except for, like, people still vote for them, and I I understand that it's a complicated system, but some shit really ought to be obvious, and sometimes people are really trying, whether they mean to or not, to fucking tell you who they are and how much you matter to them. We should probably And that is on. to say, not at all. <laughs> right. All right. Lasers. Fuck yeah. What do you know about lasers? Is there nothing they can't do? Come on. <laughs> From combing cow farts to pointing at shit during presentations and make our cats go nuts. It's fantastic technology yeah. for you people. Well, Igor Luktinov. Uh, what? What? Luktinov. Who? Luktinov. Full no, name. Okay. Full name, please. Igor. Yeah. Luktinov. <laughs> Enough. Mm -hmm. Igor. Mm -hmm. He's going to be Igor for the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah. At a Bauman Moscow State Technical University. Where? As a proposal. Where? Bauman's, Bauman Moscow State Technical University. I don't know where Bauman Moscow is, but whatever. Okay. It's in the Northeast. It's like a branch campus, you okay. know, like CUNY Binghamton or, or not, that would be SUNY, but whatever. Um, it's going great. Has a proposal for yet another use of lasers. And this time, it's lasers in space. Oh, oh boy. Oh, man. Oh, the warm oh, fuzzies. Now, what do you want to, what do you think he wants to put lasers up in space for? 
Now he's he's not a dreamer like I am. <laughs> so if I had to guess, it would have to do with something like gauging distances and positions or something like that. So I don't know. What would you do? Uh, I would try to like. Well, okay, two things spring to mind. Go ahead. One is uh, like burn a message or something on the moon. You know. <laughs> Like, China sucks <laughs> just to be a dick. Um, or or I would just want to do, like, a gargantuan light show. To be like, you're going to want to fucking look up. You're never going to want to look at a meteor shower again after you see Pink Floyd for fucking light years, bitch. <laughs> I fucking love that idea. As it turns out, he wants to blow shit up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I figured okay. you'd be down with that. Given that. So, okay, as it turns out, on the surface anyway... Super useful idea. Basically wants to use lasers to destroy space junk, of which there is a fucking lot. Now, that was, you, when you say I that, was, you mean from, like, human pollution? Yes. Like, okay. Yes. Like, and by the way, I was stunned to learn this. Of the satellites that are still up there floating around, what percentage of them do you think are, like, non-functional at this point? 75? 60. 60? Over half of the st- stuff we've sent up there That's is surprised? still floating around. That surprises not- you? I figured there would be less. I figure most of them you just kind of shove them and deorbit them. I, f- I was expecting oh like 25% just happen to get stuck before they could, you know. Oh, Johnny's stratosphere is half empty over here. Yeah. So I was a little bummed out. But e- anyway, pointless satellites up there. Problem is, even though they're not in our way down here on the planet, when you launch new rockets up, you've got to be avoided. Mm. And if they get smashed by meteorites or run into other space junk, they create more debris, that even even more stuff that needs to be tracked. So that way, anything else you put up there doesn't get smashed by flying crap. I love where this is going. I love where this is going. Well, lots of things have been proposed for disposing of space junk, but so far, Igor says this seems to be very practical because rather than send something up like a net that drags things down, that's a one-shot deal. There have been other proposals for like collecting it and then sending it back down to be recycled, which is useful to a point, but it's it, it's expensive to send things up there and it's only limited time. In theory, laser, you put it up there, recharge it with solar panels. It seems to be something that you could put up there and that you could uh, keep to reusing. And the plan is to use the laser to ablate space debris and when i say ablate oh i know I mean, go ahead i had my eyes ablated yes you did you go Which though i will describe it far worse than you basically you're turning a layer of space junk or your eyes into plasma you're just <laughs> burning it right the hell out yeah um now he's not the only one to think of this of course there have been studies done by roscosmos the russian space agency they're already looking into it he i also- now know your Porn name. <laughs> Roscosmos. Roscosmos. <laughs> and the gigantic space junk. <laughs> yes, indeed. Roscosmos. <laughs> and his space junk. And his massive space junk. <laughs> Watch him shoot all into space. There's your episode title. <laughs> Why do I humiliate myself like this? Uh, so, incidentally, he also researched this idea before, but entirely different way. He looked I at getting lasers up into space to convert debris into fuel for spacecraft. So, like Mr. Fusion, except for Mr. Plasma, basically. Oh man, this is right? just, this is a, this is a rogues gallery. 
Fuck yeah. So two things. First of all, he heads off the idea of using a ground-based laser. Don't bother doing that. He points out the precision required and the extra energy needed to burn through atmosphere to get out there makes it pretty unfeasible. Second, he mentions that you've got to be careful when using it because apparently you can't shoot solar panels on a satellite. Since those are made to absorb radiation, they don't turn into plasma. They just blow up, basically. Hmm. So... You know, aim for the main body or cause a bigger problem, apparently. Stay so you got to be target. Stay yep. on target. Uh, loosen up, man. So right now, we're able to track most of the space junk up there and avoid it. But as more and more satellites go up, it's likely we're going to need to use things like this and clean up our planet and the space above it. What do you think? What do you got to tell? What do, you, what do you have to say to Mr. Ross Cosmos and his massive <laughs> space over here? <laughs> I am not worthy to shine his space boots. Um, <laughs> I... New movie. I feel like okay. Um, I was just talking about this this show with a friend of mine recently. Do you know the Ricky Gervais show? It was a podcast uh, on HBO animated. Some we must have talked about this. Passingly, you and I have mentioned. You've mentioned it to me before. Well, the one guy on there who is a a wonderfully amazing simpleton. So not Ricky Gervais or Stephen Merchant. Anyway, he would just like sometimes throw out these ideas that, yeah, the end point is great. So he said, like, what about this idea for a watch that actually instead of telling time, it counts down until the moment you die. It counts backwards of how much time you have left. So Ricky Gervais or Stephen Merchant asked him, like, right, well, how, how would that work then? His answer was you just pop it on your wrist. <laughs> so all that to say the guy's like look we can't do this on the ground it's going to be a laser that's going to fire with amazing precision it's going to it's going to vaporize the space dust we just have to have it somewhere that isn't is not on the ground and it's going to be great like oh where do you want to put it like right exactly thank you up there god damn it right so he just did this book report kind of and i know it's far <laughs> more complex and he's oh, far yeah, more you know that yeah but the way i'm hearing it is sort of like <laughs> yeah that sounds great so we'll just slap it on slave one then you know we'll, we'll put we'll put two of them on an x-wing uh you know use the use the bat signal to guide them where they need to go these things don't exist no but it's fantastic theoretical research i think it's great oh. stuff Come on. I missed my calling because I have a million theoretical ideas. Yeah, but, yeah, but except he did the math to figure out. You Fine. Know. I need a partner. That's all. Well, hello. You can call Ross Cosmos anytime. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like a job for Ross Cosmos. <laughs> Good heavens. Oh, how about we just play real or bullshit space stuff edition? I wonder why you didn't just shift that to space junk edition but yeah all right i guess that's a more specific junk in my questions that's the thing (laughs) where's my junk there yes there it is but there is a lot of crap in space last year alone elon musk sent up around 800 satellites for the starlink project it's getting crowded up there so i've got a set of questions about stuff we've sent up into the orbit of our planet Hmm. let's see if you can tell what's really in space or what kind of bullshit is orbiting my studio right now i am gonna get my ass handed to me i think it's like i know it on a on a, again on a theoretical level but for all i know it's mostly stoves floating around so let's let's do this well, let's say if they are they have better ventilation than in my fucking <laughs> there it is bring it full circle and there's your button thank you here we go yeah Let's start with something familiar. One of the most famous satellites you have orbiting the planet is the Hubble. Mm. Been in operation since 1990, still turning out absolutely stunning images of the universe. Real or bullshit? 
when it's working, because it's not on all the time, Mm -hmm. when it's in operation, the Hubble uses around 11 kilowatts of power, the equivalent power usage of a city block. Well, that's less about, oh, you're tricky, man. Now I'm really dead because you can just ask me science questions, just whatever. It's technically, you know, it's out there so it applies. Ugh. A city block. You know, I feel like to have something like that, there would have to be some kind of massive efficiency going on because it's not going to, it's not on fuel. It's, it, you know, um, I'm going to say it's real. It just seems like, yeah, it's, 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 it's very economical and it's not, like you said, working all the time. So we could even charge shit up. That's bullshit. Good. 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 When it's working, it when it's working, 2,100 watts of power, just a little more than a hair dryer. Oh, so it's even less. Well, yeah. aren't, aren't Your you? Your reasoning was right on. Was but it's just... got to be efficient. Yeah. You know, I should have figured. Like a city block? Come on, man. I'm picking. I'm, I'm still stuck in Star Wars. I'm like, oh, I don't know how many Star Destroyers I would do. Well, fine. I'm now. I'm here. I think I'm ready to start this game now. All right. Let's stay with the Hubble. It's in a circular orbit around Shit. the planet at a distance of 340 miles above the surface. Real. Real or bullshit? The speed of the Hubble is about 17,000 miles per hour. Carry the one fucking. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I'm going to say you're itching to say these facts. I know that's what we're doing here. So I'm going to let, because you're going to zing me with something. I'm going to say it's real. It's, that's, go, you know, I mean, wait. Or it's bullshit because it's going 10 times faster. <laughs> it's bullshit, Phil. It's going faster than that. Why didn't you say real? It's real. Because <laughs> I don't know. And by the way, that's why a small piece of space junk sitting there can be dangerous. Because if you slam into something at 17,000 miles an hour, it's going to tear a hole in you. It didn't do me any good. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about actual space junk or former space junk. How about the Mir space station? Do you uh, remember this thing? I mean, <laughs> yeah, we go way back. Yes. Okay. Um, was the Mir space station the main module launched in 1986? Outlasted the former Soviet Union that launched it? Of course, it famously spa- splashed down back... In March of 2001, burning up on re-entry, but not before shit got weird. Do you remember the promotion that happened? I guess not. Taco Bell took a gamble and said everyone in the United States gets a free taco if Mir hit a target it put in the ocean. Real or bullshit? (laughs) Real or bullshit? If Mir had hit it, it was estimated that the company would lose close to $20 million. And it was like a regular taco? Yes. I feel like the monetary loss on <laughs> on that scale for those fucking tacos, we're talking in the trillions of tacos. <laughs> I think it's bullshit because that is way inflated. All right. One. All right. On the board. Except your reasoning was wrong. It was only 10 million. <laughs> well, no, but doesn't that make my reason right? No, you said it would be way more expensive. No, no, no. I meant that it would take way more tacos to cost them that much money. Okay, then that, yes, I heard it. Yes. We did it. Good, good work. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) So there's still a lot of junk up there. We keep track of it, lest we run a billion dollar rocket straight into a stray bolt that turns it into a billion dollar firework. Fun. Real or bullshit? 
In addition to satellites and stuff, we keep track of 5,000 pieces. Uh, real or bullshit. In addition to the satellites and stuff, we keep track of 5,000 pieces of individual space junk. I know it's a lot. I, I, or at least I, I was under the impression we specifically were tracking a large number of like named or, or itemized, you know, inventory yes. thingamabops. But is it that many? You said 5,000 of them? 5,000. Got to think globally, Sean, not just like these are Americans, so we watch them. <laughs> Elon Musk put up how many recently? 800 of his own satellites, which aren't con- considered the bits of junk because we know them. They're all in one piece. We know where they are. No, but I'm just thinking about the because I had no idea. So the, Keeping you know, track are... of 5,000 pieces of like tool belts and stray bolts. And, uh, you, you, know. you know what? Then then uh, real. That's re- that's real. No, that's bullshit too. Right. Right. 23,000 pieces. God damn it. Every fucking time with this shit with you. So many more. And we know of 50,000 more pieces, but we can barely keep track of. You're doing great. Fuck you. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff up there. And Sit on a laser. <laughs> That's the next video starring Ross Cosmos. <laughs> there you go. Sit on a Solid laser six. Actually. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of featuring stuff Zap Rousedower. <laughs> oh, as himself. <laughs> Special guest appearance by Larry Zonka. There you go. There's a lot of stuff up there. Some of it's very old. Real or bullshit? The oldest piece of junk still orbiting our planet is the Vanguard One satellite launched in 1964. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's, that's that why was, we're asking. That was a that was a hell of a year, if I remember correctly. Um, all the music and the people are everywhere. <clears throat> Six, I don't know. I feel like there's a critical date that, of course, someone who's paying attention to space events would be like, well, obviously, before 1966, you fucking jerk off. <laughs> that someone is you. <laughs> um. <laughs> the Vanguard. I like that. I like the name. It's an era that was spacey. Oh yeah, it was. Can you describe it? You just said it's that satellite or some junk from it? So it's that satellite, and I'm saying the oldest piece of junk is that which was launched in nineteen sixty-four. Well, when I was thought, it sent up? I thought you were saying that satellites weren't junk. Well, this one is non functional at this point. Okay. I'm going to lean into my ignorance here and say that, yeah, that is real, baby. No, that's bullshit. (laughs) At least I'm on brand for this game now. (laughs) We lost communication in 64. It was actually sent up, and this was what I could not believe. It was sent up in 58, 64 years ago. You are being... This is inside baseball, but then so (laughs) is that shit that you're doing. So I'm sorry you all had to sit through that. Mommy and Daddy are fine. (laughs) <laughs> finally when some satellites there's more satellites, come on mercy yeah, rule the last one finally when some and i wrote this one for you when some satellites are passed by used they're used by date they get pushed into what is known as a graveyard orbit oh well You're welcome i mean that's the yeah, thank you very much that's <laughs> the uh i would imagine either i'm intuiting your bullshit or i'm knowing what that oh, must this is, true. Okay. is that is that it Wait, there's more? Yeah, but there's more to the question, yeah. Oh, sh- I'm thinking I'm great. I'm like, yes, that's got to be real. <laughs> I should have kept talking and just gone to break. Like, yes, shut up. It's real. Good work. All right, what? What about it? 
So just because we don't use them anymore and we shove them there doesn't mean they stop working. Likely, the oldest working satellite is LES-5, designed by MIT to test uh, UHF communications in space. Uh, No word on whether or not Weird Al Yankovic was a part of that. Uh, And at least, uh, as of uh, less than a year ago, the damn thing is still transmitting. Real or bullshit, LES-5 has been working since 1967. That's 54 years ago. Something is still working up there. Yeah, real. All right, I got through this thing. You want to do the tiebreaker? Mm-hmm. Very much. <laughs> Very much. Please. Sure. Price is right style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's. Uh... Yeah. All right. Yeah. The Hubble. Uh huh. That sexy, sexy space telescope right. still seeing into the universe's distant reaches. In April last year, the Hubble Image Galaxy GN-Z11. Ah, uh, yes. How far away in billions of light years mm-hmm. is that galaxy? Yeah. Well, it's a bit of a gimme. Um, <laughs> how far in terms of in the billions of light years, right? In the billions of light years, how far away do you think that galaxy is? Now, do I get any kind of range here, or is it just Price is Right style? Yeah, but I'm not so... competing against anyone, so just don't I go know, over and I win. One light year. <laughs> He's closest without going over. Right. Uh, let's say plus or minus ten billion. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's not good for me. That's like when someone says, like, on a little advertisement, like, you know, buy three and you get $100 off. I'm like, those are way too expensive. If you're ready to give me $100 back, I... Mm. How many... 200. No. Uh. 32. Hmm? 32 billion light years. I, I, can, I confess, once we get up into that range, I have so little understanding for the size of those numbers. It's that, all... Right now, that is one of the hardest things, I think, for any human to grasp is just how massively distant and far away yeah. things are. For me, to, to paraphrase a not necessarily the news bit, uh, I think, for me, once something goes over a billion... In my mind, a kill switch flips and it becomes a shitload. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And when it comes to distances, yeah. uh, just uh, even a light year uh-huh. is unfathomably far for, right. for most people to picture. Right. So how about this? F- Phil wins because he <laughs> knows it all about this stuff. I am going to be insisting. We're going to. No, I didn't. We're going to be going on break. I wish you all a. A shitload of fun times until we return. You you probably won't have time to fit it all in, and that and that is a line from <laughs> "Sit on My Laser," starring whom? Phil Ross Cosmos. We'll be right back. It's Dave Diorio, and I'm here to ask you to listen to Potadelphia, where every week I'm joined by two guys who drink and watch all the Philly sports action so you don't have to. I'm Chuck Siders, and I do recommend you watch all the games. It'll definitely help your enjoyment of the podcast. And I'm Gene Zelak, and I recommend you drink, because that'll definitely help you enjoy the podcast. New episodes drop every Monday. Just search Potadelphia. 
USB cable. I'll do this third act on the toilet. Oh, God. <laughs> Phil is threatening to go ahead and take the, uh, the show into the toilet with him so that we can hear what happens. So to prevent that, I'm going to go ahead and say that it's time for three for the row. That's on the show. We talk about things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show or that didn't fit in with the theme of the show, such as it is, which apparently is keeping Phil from shitting. Uh, what's going to happen is Phil and I are going to volley back and forth three turns apiece talking about real weird news stories that are just burning a hole in our brain. Now, we get 30 seconds per turn, and once that 30 seconds is up, you will hear something a little bit like this. Did you? I didn't even hear anything. You might hear something like a bell. Yeah. And that means it's time to shut up, move on to the next person. Again, we'll do that three times a piece, and once that's done, we'll do some plugs. A little bit of chit-chat, a little, you know, we'll, we'll ease you out. How about that? We'll ease you out. And uh, Phil, having curb-stomped me intellectually in that past game, is going to go ahead and bask in his victory a little bit longer, because I'm going to go first. Does he have any questions for me? You remember when you gave me the other porn name of Osiris Rex? Shit, no. <laughs> Do you remember when everybody said I kind of look like Johnny Sins? You're every porn star. <laughs> there you go. And how to get me to watch a Disney movie news. Rapunzel syndrome is what science journal at BMJ Case reports is saying caused the UK team to develop a mega bezoar, a quote oval-shaped hairball that's 19 inches long and that completely filled her stomach. Yeah. She's fine now, but the product of dueling disorders of compulsively tearing out her hair and compulsively swallowing hair led to the team's hairball tearing a hole right through her stomach lining after some fainting spells under the dock. Medics found the bizarre lump in her abdomen and the rest is nauseating history. Ugh. Oh, thank God there was more to that story. In Beauty is in the Hump of the Beholder news, a scandal rocked the world of beauty pageants in Saudi Arabia. As it turns out, more than a dozen contestants were disqualified from an upcoming beauty pageant after it was discovered that a vet was performing plastic surgery and giving Botox injections to the contestants. Oh. Why a vet? Because this was for King Abdulaziz's Camel Festival beauty pageant. Yes, the camel, an important symbol of Saudis, uh, been celebrated every year since 2000, and this year's contest outside of Riyadh has now been rocked with this dromedary drama. Of course, it's not just for pride, but annually... the there's about $32 million at stake for the winner of this and other camel contests, and some underhanded camel herders were looking for the inside edge. Apparently, cheaters get banned from this year's contest upcoming. Five also faced this fines for violating animal welfare laws, and you thought toddlers and tiaras was bad. In ominous Kim Cattrall metaphors news, the Cali Highway Patrol officers uh, just got called over some dismembered body parts floating in a river near Highway 99 this past week, oh. but discovered an intensely mundane sight. A shitload of disassembled mannequin parts ended up somehow dumped in a river. Wah, wah. Now, the counterfeit courses, uh, corpses were cleared without incident, but two issues bear a wee bit of remembering for later. Number one, no one is saying definitively how the hell a bunch of cleanly busted up dummies wound up floating in a river. Creepy. And the Highway Patrol's Facebook page later joked that this was the result of some bitter creature. They're Calling the Stockton Kraken, acting out after being lonely on Valentine's Day. I, I'm just not sure anyone involved in this thing is sane. What? Why would you? Why would you do? All right, whatever. In Amazon is out of control news. Uh, with drone deliveries on the horizon, many of us can't help but imagine free shit falling out of the skies onto mm -hmm. our houses, like some bit misguided video game power up drop. For one business in San Ysidro, south of San Diego, the future is now. As a drone crashed into its roof late last week, but it wasn't from Amazon. And the cargo wasn't a laptop, it was a kilo of meth. That's right, <laughs> recently Border Patrol agents have seen an uptick in the use of drones being used to carry meth and other illicit substances across the border. Re residents of the area say it's not uncommon to see them hovering above their house at all times. Border Patrol re asked residents to please report any drone sightings. I say let's take the law into our own hands. Let's start capturing some of these. Live near there, get a drone or a big-ass net, and see what you can score. 
Sounds like that drone was from Kmart. In shitty nightmares come true news! An Alaska woman out roughing it with family last week was settling down to do her business one night in the outhouse when, in her words, quote, something bit my butt right as I sat down. I jumped up and I screamed and it happened. Thinking a mink or a squirrel got a piece of the action, the woman's brother came running with a headlamp, peeked into the toilet hole, and locked eyes to the fucking bear that had just spank scratched his sister's cheeks and, quote, I just shut the lid as fast as I could. I said, there's a bear down there. We gotta get out of here now. Thankfully, the wound was treatable with an awkwardly applied first aid kit and while tracks ranged everywhere the next morning the bear was long gone probably uploading that shit to pawhub am i right nice <laughs> and finally in you deserve it news uh westminster in the uk is someone who's not exactly covid of the week but they not helping things either the unnamed mother of four children uh heard of a cure for the big dumb thing in a video sent by a friend after four days of drinking their own urine they'd oh. had enough the head of england's national health service said the country is really fighting two epidemics the big dumb thing and misinformation folks questioning things is healthy saying you have all the answers is not listen to the experts and someone tells you there's an all natural or secret cure please don't believe them some people just want to profit off of this and some people just want to fuck with you also if you still don't think the virus is a big deal. I have a natural cure. Step in front of a train. Guaranteed after you get hit, you won't contract the big dumb thing. Haven't tested it scientifically, but I'm willing to bet it's near 100% successful. And it's natural, too. <sighs> Speaking of all natural... Don't drink your pee, people. Please totally. Don't. But how about this, Phil? For the intellectual side of drinking your own pee, do we have anything that we want to plug? <laughs> Wait. Because <laughs> I got no one. Because <laughs> I got one. Speaking of full, foolproof ways to boost your own intellect is podcast listening and yes. uh where better to begin such a strange and fraught explanation than the guys over at slow readers the internet's only explorate podcast they talk about word up they talk books they talk tangents all kinds of fun and shenanigans it is a podcast that is hosted by some fellas Name slipped my mind. But it does come out every Monday. Check it on out. Uh, yeah. I, I, are they back yet? Not yet. Man, I am just... I owe Gabe a call, actually. Clumsily call slapping him. at them while they're not around. and they've never <laughs> no, I gotta a... call him and Daniel. I, need, I owe him a call. They're really, good, pe- they're really good people. Uh, I miss them. That Phil, is, that Phil is mentioning very deliberately by name. Uh, Phil, any other podcasts that they should check out once they've gone through this one and then that one? Maybe you don't like books at all. In which case, we've got a podcast that involves very few books. But it could involve diagrams depending on what sport you're talking about. It's Potadelphia, the only Philly sports show that matters. Throw. They're talking about the... Uh, the Phillies, they Kick. are coming back. Uh, we are talking about the Eagles because they just traded Wentz. Tackle. Uh, the Sixers on a fucking roll, and the Oops. Flyers might be playing if, uh, you know, they don't have COVID right uh, now. Puck. But not Puck, but uh, every, you know, that that's, that woodland creature is not in the show, but there's always Chuck and Dave and Juicy Gene. Oh, man. He stole the ball. I threw him. For some reason, talking about hockey with Phil, if you mentioned the word puck, he's like, I don't care. I'm thinking about Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream, and, I'm, and it's non-negotiable. I don't know what you're talking about. That's it. I'm flying right through. They're not smacking a like a sprite. A mischievous, lovable sprite. By the way, if you want to wear some jewelry that won't cure anything except it'll make you look fabulous, get, the, get on the magician's that, assistant Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, that should be her tagline. Crystals that heal shit. They that should be her tagline. Quality jewelry that cures nothing. <laughs> I would buy it. I would. <laughs> Listen, be honest. 
Are we are we forgetting anything, Phil? Before we let me uh, consume things and you go about what happens after consuming things. Conservation of mass of the two hosts of the show, basically. Indeed, quite. We're a human podcastipede right now. <laughs> I eat some. He shits him, and we should probably go before things get worse. So listen, we we love you from afar. Don't don't even worry. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. I should be so lucky as to be compared to Carl Weathers. Thank you so much. Shouldn't we all, you son of a bitch?